the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. 402 AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com. It's the Tim DeMoss Show. Welcome aboard. Thanks for listening in. Forecast calling for a kind of cloudy rest of the afternoon. A little sunshine poking through. It's kind of a pretty afternoon. Windy, 44 the high. We dropped to a low of 28 this evening. And then tomorrow, cloudy and chilly with a high of just 36. Sixers and uh, Flyers both played Washington. Not the same Washington, but teams from Washington. Sixers had a win, 132-115 last night. It was a home game. Flyers lost 5-3 to the hockey version of Washington. Both teams are in action uh, again. The Sixers head to the road and uh, take on Washington another time, back-to-back. Flyers are going to be home, actually, uh, tomorrow night against Dallas. And, of course, we have the Eagles coming up this uh, weekend. Eight teams are left in the playoff mix. We are excited uh, to have a, a cool show for you unfolding here. A lot of different moving parts, the first of which has been a guest on our program before. His name is Rob Motti. He is the head writer for the Associated Press for the Phillies and the Eagles in this market for a lot of years. And uh, just backpedaling for a second or just taking a look back, at that game on Sunday, Rob, the uh, 16-15 win for the Eagles. It was going to come down to uh, a final drive, a final sequence. I said that Nick Foles is going to throw a touchdown pass and lead him. I didn't think it's going to be a missed field goal, well, actually a blocked field goal on the other end. So fans had to sweat that one out, but they got the result they wanted. Yeah, and you mentioned that block. I, I just had read about that Les Bones article uh, online about it. I, I hadn't heard the the Michaels Collins or the uh, duo talk about it. The uh, NFL officially changed it to a blocked field goal because after the game, players on the Eagles said that Trayvon Hester got his hand on it. Yeah. And then uh, frame by frame shots showed that the ball was tipped by Hester and you see his hand going back. So the NFL now has officially called it a, it's a stat. So they called it a blocked field goal rather than a missed field goal. Hopefully that gets Cody Parkey a little bit off the hook yeah. in Chicago. I know he's getting, he's going to get beat up pretty badly there. And, and it's a tough break. Yeah. Of course, uh, Cody Parkey kicking for the Eagles some years back. And uh, yeah, I mean, you, you hate it for anybody. You, you're excited for the win if you're an Eagles fan, but to, to watch uh, that happen to him, I would think that would give him at least a little bit of solace. Like, you know, well, that explains things a little bit. Yeah, you would think. But you know what was really cool, Timmy, is is seeing Cody Parkey after missing the kick, point to have point to the sky, point to God, uh, give give glory to God even in a moment like that, and then he joins in in the prayer on the field. He was right next to Steph Wisniewski of the Eagles, and I'm um, looking forward this week to trying to ask Steph, hey, did you realize that Cody was right next to you? Did you guys pray for him after that, too, as well? I don't know how that went down, but it's always cool to see somebody like that. We're always 
looking and seeing players when they praise the Lord and praise God in good moments, in, in winning moments. But he did it in probably what would go down as the toughest moment of his professional career. And I think that's a lesson for all of us in that no matter good times or bad times, God never promised us uh, a life free of storms, but he always promises that he'll be with us through those storms. Amen. Yeah, and you're right. I remember seeing that briefly. There's so many images flashing across the screen, but I remember seeing that split second where he was, his, his hands were pointed to heaven. It reminded me of the, the David Akers kicks over the years. And, uh, and I was like, yeah, wow. That's, I'm glad you brought that up because I did remember seeing a little kneel down at the end next to Wiz after the game. I was like, wow, that's, that's a real testimony in the midst of uh, heartache to still do that, not just run off the field and hide. So Yeah, yeah can you imagine if, if uh, NBC and, and other media would make a big deal out of that as much as they would like when Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, <laughs> goes crazy on the sideline or anybody flips out on the sideline? They're quick to follow him and keep the camera on him, but the second Cody Parkey, after missing a crucial field goal, points to the sky, uh, the camera pans off, and then Cody Parkey goes to the middle of the field and he kneels down in prayer. They don't even want to show that. Yeah. Can you imagine the lesson that they could teach our youth and everyone else if they did something like that? But that's not the way of the world, and that's unfortunate. Yeah. Rob Motti, Associated Press with us. He's been covering the Eagles for many years, and uh, now we're down to the eight, field of eight. It's funny because my family is uh, – they're fans, but they're not – especially – uh, several of my, my younger children are not totally aware of like the, the structure. So they're like, are we in the Super Bowl yet? Or are we in the play? What's going <laughs> on? My, my eight-year-old Theodora goes, uh, we we got a wild card, Dad. We haven't had a wild card for a long time. <laughs> it's like, what is this? <laughs> it, it's like when you play Uno, right? Draw two, draw four. So uh, I kind of explained. Now we're down to eight teams. And next up we have the Saints. What are your thoughts on that game? Well, Tim, unfortunately, before the season started, I said I predicted a Saints-Patriots Super Bowl with the Saints beating the Eagles in the second round on their way to getting there. I didn't think that that prediction would still hold, and here we are. Not only has it held, it's it's actually about to unfold. It's a tough game. They lost their 48-7 a few weeks ago. They were different circumstances. They were a beat-up team. Uh, Carson Wentz was uh, was under center the quarterback. There was a lot of frustration on the field. You saw Carson uncharacteristically uh, punch at the bench or something like that as he walked off after uh, an interception. And, And Malcolm Jenkins, we saw what he did, that gesture towards his former coach, Sean Payton. Yeah. This is a different team right now, but the, the Saints at home coming off a of bye. The, the best chance the Eagles have is that the Saints are, might go into this game considering it a second bye for them. Like They're an eight, eight, nine-point uh, favorite in this game that the Eagles uh, not taking them seriously. Having Nick Foles back there, just the way he plays the game, the way he's able to stay calm, cool, composed, under pressure, nothing rattles him. Uh, I, I I think that allows the rest of his teammates to play with that same sense of peace that he brings to the table. Yeah. Uh, I do think they'll be able to keep it as a closer game. I just think the Saints have too much firepower, and the Eagles' defense is, is going to be uh, overmatched in this one. Well, and psychologically, obviously, when the Saints won by such a large margin, and nobody's going to repeat that. Not that that's going to hurt them, but at the same time, if it, if there's any part of the Saints' brains, brain, uh, you know, the psyche that's thinking along the lines of trying to match that or, or repeat themselves. Like, well, it's not going to happen. And like you said, I think it, it'll be a lot closer. You know, can the Eagles somehow come out ahead or will they run out of steam here? It remains to be seen. So, uh, but it's exciting. It's exciting to be able to watch once again and this far into the playoffs. And, and uh, 
you've been around Nick some down at the Novacare complex and, and at the games and that calm you referred to, obviously it comes from his, his walk with the Lord. And uh, have you had a chance to talk to him much about that this year at, at any point? Yeah, I, I have uh, away from the cameras and away from the microphones. And uh, it, it's pretty cool because we, we hear so many people on talk radio turning it into a Nick Foles versus Carson Wentz debate. And, and then you have factions split up between the Foles camp and the Wentz camp. And then they feel like they have to uh, support their guy by criticizing the other one. And, and then when I go on the air, I say, hey, if you're an Eagles fan, why can't you appreciate having two excellent quarterbacks, two uh, phenomenal role models, two brothers in Christ who uh, you have a, a franchise quarterback in Carson Wentz, perhaps the best backup in NFL history in Nick Foles, a guy who should be a starter somewhere else in the NFL. You don't have to lift one up by uh, bringing another one down. And, and then people don't understand really why, why is Nick able to play with so much calm, so much cool, so much poise. It's because he doesn't put his value in his accomplishments his value is in his identity rests in, in his relationship with the Lord. And I spoke to him about that recently, and, and, and he said, hey, that, that's where I get it from, and, and that's how I'm able to go out there and, and be this guy, because win or lose, success or failure doesn't define who he is. Uh, he's a man of God. He's a, he's a brother in Christ, and his, it's always for him faith family, and then football. And once you have those priorities in order and you're able to understand that, and as he said, if you're in a good place mentally, you're happier in life and you're able to perform better at whatever job it is that you do. Well, and if you know, if, if you forget which order they're supposed to go in, they're alphabetical if you didn't notice, faith, family, and football. They flow that way, too. I like that. I like that. <laughs> That's another, another way to remember it. But, of course, uh, in all seriousness, you know that we put the Lord first. And uh, Psalm 37, 4 says, delight yourself in the Lord. He will give you the desires of your heart. And there are a lot of other scriptures that talk about make sure you uh, – and the reason for that is not because he'll give you the Super Bowl. It's like if you delight yourself in him, then the desires you have will be got, you know, birthed out of what God has for you. So – uh, it, you know, get your. That's one way of getting your priorities in order is to make his desires yours, not you know, convincing him to do things. Uh, so for you, so to speak. Of course, he loves to answer our prayers too, and I know the Lord's answered prayers in your life. He's we blessed you over the years that we've gotten to know each other, and and you've been on the program a number of times. That people have heard part of your testimony, but uh, it's been a blessing to see how God has really uh, worked in your heart over the years, and 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 started with curiosity, and then getting serious with Him, and. What have you? Was there a main main thing for you over the years as you started to say, you know, Scripture says, "Taste and see the Lord is good." At what at what point do you in your in your you know process of examining the faith would you say started to really become like you know what this is this is worth going for? Man, it's been a gradual process, and it, you continue to learn, Tim. I, I think you have to continue to grow, continue to mature, continue to develop as a person, and in your walk and in your journey with the Lord. And I often try and tell people, like, I, I don't want to be who I was 10 years ago, 5 years ago. I don't want to be who I was 15 minutes ago. Hmm. I always want to constantly grow and become better. I think if we stay stagnant, if we think we've mastered it, if we think we've figured it all out, 
then that's where we can start to go wrong, and that's where we can be susceptible to the attacks uh, from the enemy. So I, I think we have to approach each day saying, hey, what can I do better today than I did yesterday to be a better Christian, to be a better person, to be a better father, to be a better husband, to be a better employee? What can I do to consistently learn? And I think for me, uh, I used to be someone who thought I had it all figured out. I used to be somebody who thought I didn't need any help, and, and then I realized, hey, I, I constantly need help. I constantly need to be surrounded by people who aren't enabling me but are holding me accountable, uh, to be surrounded by people who are speaking truth into my life rather than speaking lies into my life. So those are important steps that uh, I've learned over the years, and and just to know that, hey, nothing is going to be perfect. It's never going to go always the way you expect it to be, but my plan isn't as good as God's plan, and He's got a better plan for me. He's got better timing. Sometimes we, we think, like, I need it now. I want it to happen now. And, and I find myself recently saying, hey, I am overwhelmed by too many responsibilities. I've got books. I've got speaking engagements. I've got radio shows. I have a career at the AP and all of this stuff. And then I'm, I'm reminded by my wife and a couple hours ago as I'm complaining, like, I don't have a minute off of my brain. And she says to me, she's like, well, remember when you used to pray for those opportunities? Well, here they are. Embrace those opportunities. Figure out how to take those time off when you need it, but embrace that opportunity. Thank the Lord for it and, and, and move forward from there. So I think it's a constant learning cycle uh, and recognizing that, hey, it's bigger than us, and and we need him every day, every minute. Amen. Amen. I think it's Philippians uh, 1.6 says, He uh, who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion, which uh, indicates that process you're talking about. So let's keep— I love it. I'm going to check that out again. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Well, God bless you, Rod. Thank you for taking time. And uh, you also have a program, faithonthefieldshow.com. How's that show going? People uh, can tune in if they want to hear more along the lines of athletes being interviewed, right? Yeah, uh, it's faithonthefieldshow.com. It's on the radio. Best thing to do is, though, get the replays or get the episodes on iTunes, download it. Actually, you can go right to our website, faithonthefieldshow.com, scroll through all the episodes, pick anyone that you want to listen to based on maybe the theme, the topic, uh, something that you can, you're going through in life right now, or maybe the athlete, whoever we interviewed that week, uh, interests you, and you, you can check it out that way. And uh, if people want to share it out and, and spread the word, uh, all the better. would greatly appreciate Appreciate it. That's great. And for just and for your sports writing for the Eagles, at uh, was the best way through Twitter. They follow you, or what's a good way to keep up with you there? Yeah, if they follow follow me on Twitter at Rob Motti, uh, I I try to. I don't do a good job of it, but I do try and post uh, all of the stories as, as I'm writing them. If not, the AP does it, and then I end up retweeting them anyway. So they, it's one way or another they do get out there. Okay, very good. Thank you, my friend. Have a great rest of your day. Thanks, Timmy. Appreciate it. God bless you. Bye-bye. Take care. That's Rob Motti. He is the uh, head writer for the Associated Press in Philadelphia for the Eagles and Phillies. He's covered tons of games, Super Bowls, written books, and uh, most importantly, loves the Lord. Enjoy having Rob on every now and again for perspective, both on uh, what's going on, including the Eagles game is coming Sunday, as well as things that are of uh, longer lasting value. We'll take a short break, and then we'll come back with a gentleman named Carl DeFebo. He is the uh, spokesperson for the PA Turnpike. Not sure if you noticed, but polls went up this past weekend across the state. We'll chat about that and find out where that money's going and just get a little insight into what's happening as the new year's beginning here and as we all take to the roads going all the places we're going to go this year. That and much more coming up on AM560 WFIL and WFIL.com.
live and local. It's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. Well, that's a nice segue to the fact we're going to have a comedy seg- <laughs> segment coming up. That's like someone from uh, Lilliput or whatever. Or from uh, <laughs> the tag there. I don't know what happened to that. Someone's using a little helium when they're doing the tags on these promos. In any case, hey, it's 420, the Tim DeMar Show. Yes, we do have a little comedy coming up. Every now and again, we like to laugh. So we have a segment coming up. Uh, but not just yet. No laughing matter is the fact that the uh, tolls on the PA Turnpike actually went up this past Sunday, I think it was. But if you're like me, and if you're not, be like me in this. I, I would encourage you. Look for the silver lining. Look for the good. Where is, is there some good to be to be found? And I think there is. We are glad to have Carl DeFebo on with us. He's a spokesperson for the PA Turnpike. How you doing? Thanks for being on. Happy to be here. I'm doing excellent. Thank you. Good. Thank you for taking a couple minutes out of your day. Uh, we like to inform listeners what's going on. And we got a press release uh, about the tolls going up uh, this year. And, of course, that's sometimes it's not good news. But uh, the toll, uh, the um, press release explains that the funds are going to a lot of good places. So uh, maybe you could, if you could summarize a little bit what's happening. It just took effect this past weekend, right? That's correct. The tolls went up on the Pennsylvania Turnpike by 6% last Sunday. And basically, as you mentioned, we, the tolls are necessary for uh, what we call a dual funding obligation that Turnpike has. And that dual funding obligation basically in, involves, number one, reinvesting and improving our own system of toll roads, which is a 550-mile system, um, parts of which are 78 years old. So it takes, does take a lot of upkeep. Um, and then the other part of it is the Turnpike back in 2007 actually received a new funding obligation by the state legislature to support um, PennDOT in supplemental funding. So today, the Pennsylvania Turnpike Commission is providing $450 million a year to the Commonwealth and to PennDOT that largely supports mass transit improvements in um, in, in Philadelphia and Pittsburgh yeah. and uh, and throughout Pennsylvania. Yeah. So that so the, and, and the key thing you, you mentioned there partly is uh, it's it's actually law, right? It, this is. Th- to, to make these increases, it yeah. needs to happen to, to fund these projects. That is correct. That is correct. So actually, um, the, the the legislature back in 2007, um, it, because it didn't uh, want to increase the gas taxes, they um, basically what we call monetized the turnpike and uh, made it part of our responsibility to provide the supplemental revenue to, to PennDOT. Um, again, as part of being, we're all part of the Commonwealth. Uh, you know, all for one and one for all. Yeah. You know, this 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 revenue is direly needed um, because. Because, you know, especially our largest urban areas rely on transit operations for safety and mobility of these of, of our cities. And, you know, and so it is it is certainly a unique arrangement. Um, and the, the Turnpike Commission has been increasing tolls annually since about 2007, 2008, in order to be able to meet these funding obligations. Carl DeFebo uh, is with us. He's a spokesperson for the Pennsylvania Turnpike Commission. Um, I did read in the press release that coming up, though, uh, in a few years, the obligation for the commission is going to drop quite a bit. Um, will that affect the tolls in any way, perhaps, at that point, to go down a little bit or 
well, like, well, not, not go up again? <laughs> not, not not immediately. Um, you know, it'll have an eventual effect on toll rates. Yeah. But uh, that, but but as you mentioned, uh, the 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 turnpike obligation is going to drop from 450 million a year to 50 million dollars a year, um, and that will have th- there there will be less of a need for toll increases after that. But okay. annual annual increases won't go away right away. Um, and the, and the reason is really just because of the fact that the funding plan and Act 44 um, calls for the Turnpike to borrow money uh, from the you know, bond markets to be able to um, make our payments to, to the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. And so okay. one of the things that's not going to happen in 2022 is that the um, the, the new law, this, this dialing back or sunsetting of our, of, of our obligation doesn't address our debt. So okay. we will have, we will have, we have 6 billion billion with a B dollars of debt um, that, that has enabled us to make these payments to the Commonwealth secured by, okay. um, by, uh, naturally by, by toll revenues. So those toll and revenues, the, the PennDOT you mentioned, the help that goes there, the, can you give an example or two of how PennDOT's helped in terms of, is it just keeping their operations overall going? across the oh, board? Oh no, this the 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 fund the funding for the for for PennDOT is yeah. focused on transit capital improvements. So really it goes to um it goes to new projects, improvements, improvements of um you know bus routes, improvements of equipment, improvements of uh, of of stops, of train stops and bus stops. So it's all it's not operational, it's all for the betterment of transit systems. Yeah. And as I as I mentioned, you know, obviously the larger transit systems have the most needs, but the the money is um is available to transit agencies across the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. So it's really about improving transit. Yeah, um, and I and, misspoke there. I, I, that's kind of what I was referring to. I, when I said operational, yeah. I meant like day to day in like on the road, out in places, not like behind a desk kind of a thing. So that 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 is correct. Yeah. It's improvements that are seen by by the users that really improve the the the, the safety and ease of use uh, of the system. So it's yeah. it's capital improvements, and that's an important distinction. And actually, um, you know, that, that that change is recent. Um, you know, the change because for the first, I, I would say, eight, um, eight to nine years, uh, the, the funding of $450 million was split between uh, highway and transit. So, you know, uh, uh, around half of it went to highways and bridges across the Commonwealth, and, the, and then up Around half of it went to transit, but now that changed as of uh, as of uh, 2013, and, and and so now a large part of it goes to transit. There is a, a a small percentage of it that helps multimodal, which is you know like rails and 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 ports. Okay, so one one way people thinking when they're paying their toll is that they're helping you know going where they're going, they're helping other people go where they're going. You know, in other I- ways. Yeah. Absolutely. That's a really good way to think of it, too. And the other thing, the other analogy that I like to use is if you are a traveler who, who travels in suburban uh, Philadelphia or suburban Pittsburgh areas, you know, transit is, is so important to managing congestion on highways. I mean, think of it like this. If SEPTA w- uh, w- or would go away, you know, that would create a lot more traffic on local roadways. So the turnpike motorists do see a benefit in, in that it, it's alleviating traffic on um, not only on 
the Pennsylvania Turnpike, but on the Schuylkill Expressway, um, on you know, and, uh, on on the Blue Route and other roadways that would be clogged if there if there weren't a sufficient uh, transit yeah, system. Absolutely, Carl DeFebo uh, is our guest. He's a spokesperson for the Pennsylvania Turnpike Commission. Just one other quick clarification: the the uh, increase that happened this past weekend, six percent increase. That's across the board. So it's whether you're paying cash, whether you have Easy Pass. The uh, toll by plate thing, like it, it's kind of uniform, but um, that brings up the other point. Technically, I guess it would be financially less of a strain for folks who use Easy Pass, right? Because it's, or is that is that right mathematically? I'm trying to think. Yeah. Oh, uh, absolutely. As a matter of fact, our Easy Pass customers save 25 to 30 percent on their tolls. Again, depending on their trips, that's just a rough estimation. And okay. let let me just tell you what that means in real dollars. So here's an example of a trip, and what I'm going to talk about is a one. One interchange trip. This would be like getting, getting on the turnpike at Valley Forge and going to Norristown. This is a short one interchange trip. You're not. It's not a long distance trip. But this is a very. This is our most common trip for a passenger vehicle. Is really only going to increase uh, uh, by a dime for those. Easy Pass customers. Okay. It's going to go from a dollar thirty to a dollar forty, and it'll go up. Or has gone up actually twenty cents for customers that pay with cash. That that short trip again is going from two ten to two dollars and thirty cents. Wow! So um, okay. you know, so we do dime rounding as you can as you can tell from from those rates. But that's really what uh, what is what has happened on Sunday. Okay, that makes sense. This is kind of a related topic. Just as maybe wrap up our chat together. Um, the scope of Easy Pass. It's in seventeen states. Is that right? From your, uh, I think that's the. Yeah. I know actually, what I. They, yeah. yeah. Actually, they just. I believe they just added a state. Let me confirm that. I okay. Think that I think that you can now use your Easy Pass in Orlando. I know that for sure. There are a lot of other toll roads in Florida uh, that you, that it's not available on. That takes something called Sun Pass. Yes. I think it might be up to eighteen states altogether. Um, and that's important distinction about Easy Pass. It's the largest interoperable toll collection system in the in the world, actually. So that easy pass, if you are interested in signing up for it, it, it is it can be used, um, you know, for, for this audience, and it can be used in New Jersey, in Delaware, um, in Maryland, New York, all of our surrounding states have easy pass, and largely throughout the Northeast U.S. And then just kind of regionally, easy pass is also available in Ohio, Indiana, and Illinois, um, and as far south as North Carolina. So it's a it's a massive system. Um, and interoperability, the seamless, convenient travel is one of the keys there um, for Easy Pass. Yeah, every now and again, because we have family in Tennessee, and my son goes to college in Florida where I've seen Sun Pass, and um, we usually rent a car and we go down there. But but the idea being like, I wonder what works where when we're on a trip. I wonder how much <laughs> will it, will there be Easy Pass in the next state, or we have to have cash ready, and how does that work? So yeah, yeah it's it is a it's a, Easy Pass is the largest system, but like you said, there are pockets where like in in Florida they have Sun Pass, in Texas there's another uh, there's another kind of transponder system that's used. Um, you know, and, and the, the, my favorite one is in uh, Atlanta where they have Peach Pass. That's a great name. That is a great name. That's Well, yeah, that's, that's good. Carl, thank you so much for taking time with us. It's great to talk to you and get a little update on what's going on and, uh, and, and keep current with things. So maybe we'll chat again down the road. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. Thanks, Carl. It's Carl DeFebo. Uh, he's with the spokesperson of the Pennsylvania Turnpike Commission. Back with more in just a moment. The Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560 WFIL. Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM560 WFIL 
and WFIL.com. 433 AM560 WFIL, WFIL.com. Also on your smartphone or tablet with a WFIL app. You can download that free from WFIL.com and carry us with you wherever you go. We're very lightweight. At least some of us are. I'm working on it. There's a candy bowl in the lobby of the uh, radio station here, and it is not easy to walk past that without taking just a couple dozen. Kind of cloudy the rest of the afternoon, 44 the high, but I am, actually, the last couple of days I've been a good boy. I talked with my son about it, actually. He's like, Dad, you got to take care of yourself, man. So I texted him yesterday, and I said, I was thinking of you when I walked by the candy bowl and didn't take anything. He sent me back a nice little heart. So that was for my boy. And, uh, you know, we all know better, right? You got to take care of ourselves and, and be balanced in what we're eating and not eating and getting exercise. So one decision at a time. Some clouds tonight, low 28. Tomorrow, cloudy. Uh, high of just 36. Sixers over Washington, 132-115 last night. That was at home. They take to the road to play Washington again tonight uh, in Washington. 7 o'clock tip. Flyers were also playing Washington of the hockey variety last night. Lost 5-3. Flyers are home tomorrow against Dallas. And, of course, we have the Eagles this coming Sunday afternoon at 440 against the New Orleans Saints, one of eight teams left in the chase for the Super Bowl. If you're just tuning in, we've uh, had Rob Motti, the head writer for the Associated Press for the Eagles and Phillies, join us. We talked about this past Sunday's game with the Bears and the upcoming game with the Saints. Also talked and shared some uh, thoughts on his faith in the Lord and uh, we also had Carl DeFebo. He is the spokesperson for the PA Turnpike, and he was just on mentioning uh, where the dough goes, so to speak, and and different aspects of the PA Turnpike. There was a rate increase of 6% this past weekend across the board, whether you use cash or Easy Pass itself or there's a toll-by plate in some places. Everywhere it went up, it's actually federally mand- – or uh, the Commonwealth man- mandates it, so it's in law. They have to do it, but at least we got some insight into where it goes and – uh, so it uh, brings up the point that there is a podcast of this program on our website every day. Uh, every afternoon, we get it up there by 6 or 6.30, and you're welcome to listen in, not just the day's program, but any show from the past at WFIL.com. Uh, let's see. If you are looking, by the way, for something to do this week, just on a regular uh, you know, opportunity for you to take your family out or just go by yourself, uh, there's the PA Farm Show. You may have heard about this. This actually uh, started up this past weekend and continues through this Saturday. It's the nation's largest indoor agricultural event. 12,000 competitive exhibits, more than 5,200 are animal competitions, plus 300 commercial exhibitors. And uh, admission's free, although there's a parking uh, cost. And uh, you can find that, uh, more details about that uh, online. And uh, this year's event, by the way, including theme-related events like a daily story time for kids, Interviews with uh, real Pennsylvanians, as it were, working in agriculture, what's their day-to-day like, and also some farm show staples like treats that they have uh, food-wise and the six-horse hitch competition and some theme days, too, for military veterans and their families' day and some other opportunities. So that's the PA Farm Show going on this week, one opportunity you may want to take advantage of. Uh, Something else I just want to put out to you is you've been hearing us talk about Preborn on WFIL. It's a a mission uh, and a ministry that seeks to be a blessing by providing free ultrasounds. Uh, I love this because it's simple. Concept is um, if a pregnant woman or girl gets to see their baby, they're 80% more likely to keep, uh, you know, keep their baby and have, uh, have that pregnancy go to full term. 
rather than end their pregnancy. And um, the cost of that is $28 for that single ultrasound. You can cover as many as you like. We're working with Preborn, hoping to provide basically one a day for this calendar year. We're not going to be uh, you know, talking about it all year long. But as this uh, beginning of the year kicks off, uh, January is Sanctity of Human Life Month, and it's a great month. It's, it's great to talk about it any time and, and be aware of it and, and be passionate about it. But beginning of the year, new starts, and um, so that's why we're doing it here. And we would encourage you, if you're willing to call, there's a toll-free number that you can do at uh, 833-850-BABY is the number, 833-850-BABY. Uh, that's 833-850-2229. Or you can uh, go to our website, WFIL.com. And click the preborn banner and go from there. Again, it's uh, simply it's twenty eight dollars. Uh, some people are like, "Well, can I do more than that?" Or I'd like to be a part of that in a, in a longer term way. There's actually a, a preborn baby sponsor option. This is the first time I've ever heard of this. Uh, you know, you've heard of child sponsorship, children who have already been born and are in different countries often, you know, um, who have few resources. But this is where if you're a preborn baby sponsor for twenty eight dollars each month. That provides an ultrasound every month for someone. And then uh, Preborn will actually send you an ultrasound photo and story sharing how that situation's, uh, you know, unfolded and how that life was touched. So it's not a guarantee. Uh, and, and, of course, there are multiple facets to this whole thing. But, again, one reason I think this is a really um, great ministry is because you're kind of just stepping out of the way. You want to encourage each other. And you want to encourage women in these situations to keep their child. But rather than talking, and counseling is good for sure, but to not always be talking maybe at someone and, and trying to convince them, but just step out of the way and look and let the beauty of that stand out. And that's why they say 80% of pregnant women and girls who see the ultrasound, that uh, that they're more likely to keep their baby. So that's why this, this is all founded on. Uh, one other thing, 100% of what you give will go toward the cost of the ultrasounds. Preborn has other ways of covering other costs that they have, but they wanted us to know as we share with the listeners that 100% of what you do will go to providing these ultrasounds. So if you're willing to pick up the cost of one or two, that'd be fantastic, or some maybe in position to do five or ten. If you uh, want to be creative and encourage other people to do the same thing, Certainly welcome you to give a call and say, "Hey, I'll uh, I'll do fifty or a hundred, but uh, you know, I'll I'll match up to a certain amount." That's a great idea. Don't you don't just give. I mean, that's great if you give, but spur others on to love and good deeds, as Scripture talks about. So um, there is that toll free number eight three three eight fifty baby that I mentioned, and our website wfil dot com. But always feel free to either email me or text our our show line, and I can you know chat with you about something like that on the side, like, hey, I'd like to do a matching opportunity. Uh, the show email, uh, or just my email is timmyd at wfil.com, T-I-M-M-Y-D at wfil.com. Text line is 610-500-DOVE, 610-500-D-O-V-E. So there are different ways to get in touch. Um, and again, whatever you're willing to do would be wonderful. We're working with Preborn here for the next several weeks, one step at a time. We'll uh, start to gather some information and and hopefully we'll make some good progress on this as we seek to be a blessing in this way. We're going to take a short break, and I mentioned having a little comedy. So we will do that coming out of this next break and uh, have a good laugh every now and again. We like to do that on this fine broadcast. 
It's coming up in just a second here on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM560, WFIL and WFIL.com. Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM560, WFIL? Email D at WFIL.com. Mr. Trouble never hangs around when he hears this mighty sound. To save the day That means that Tim DeMoss Is on the way Looking straight at the light Never used to be that bright last night But it's a new day with fuzz in my eyes The alarm's still ringing when I open the blinds And how do these people do it? They're like driving around like there's nothing to it And I imagine it's the medication or honor Well, probably the coffee But there's one thing for certain in life And that's today I'm gonna eat cereal And oh, oh, today I'm gonna eat cereal I mean, come on, let's get our priorities straight And before you know it, I'm out the door late Just trying to catch some rat or some race or something I'm not quite sure what it is, so for now, well I just best keep running And by 9 a.m. my brain and my body They finally decide to meet and we come to the same conclusions yesterday You know what? I never get enough sleep Sleep, no, I never get enough I was looking up tired Sleep, no, I never get enough If I don't show up, I might get fired Sleep, no, I never get enough I was looking up tired Sleep, no, I never get enough If I don't show up, I might get fired Well, they call it commuting But I think they should call it intravenous Because it's what I need every time I get well Stuck behind the truck just trying to turn left, just trying to turn left. Why are you trying to turn left? And why don't you park that crazy little cube van? Hop in, I'll like drop you off or something. Because at this rate, we'll both be late. And I'd rather be late than both be sitting here doing nothing. <sighs> and by 9 a.m., my brain and my body, well, they finally decide to meet. And we come to the same conclusions yesterday. You know what? I never get enough sleep. Sleep. No, I never get enough. Always looking up tired. Sleep. No, I never get enough. If I don't show up, I might get fired. Sleep. No, I never get enough. Sixty WFIL WFIL.com. It's a fun little ditty from a gentleman named Riley Armstrong. He's a, a musician. He's done a lot of other things and uh, been out on tour with certain bands. He's done some comedy. And uh, I haven't played that song in a lot of years. I used to play that song on a morning show I once did. And people would call and say, can you play that sleep song? It's short. It's catchy. It's fun. Talks about getting coffee before you can see straight. And uh, Riley, um, not to, by the way, not to be confused with uh, the hockey player. There's a hockey player, Riley Armstrong. He played 17 years in the minor leagues and actually made the uh, NHL and played exactly two games for the San Jose Sharks. At least he got to wear the Sharks jersey because that's, I think, the coolest jersey in hockey, except for the Flyers. But, uh, yeah, Riley Armstrong, I can't imagine playing 17 years and getting to 
get that proverbial speaking of, which cup of coffee, two games, but at least he made it, you know? Uh, so in any case, Riley Armstrong, I want to play that song partly because it's fun uh, and partly because yesterday I was talking about being tired and just kind of run down. And uh, yesterday we played a number of songs and read some scripture verses that go along with them. I don't know that there's a scripture verse on coffee. I should probably look that up because it would really allow me to drink coffee more freely than I <laughs> currently do. Anyway, uh, we want to do this little segment is, um, uh, I guess call it now that's punny. Maybe we could do that. We have a few puns here. I'd like to run by you. And um, Joe, the hardest working producer in Philadelphia radio between four and five, is going to rate them with sound effects. Is that right, Joe? You got them ready? All right. And it's going to be totally up to you. If you think it's funny, if it's not so funny, you decide. So let's begin um, with the following. This boy said he was going to hit me with the neck of a guitar. I said, is that a fret? (laughs) A delayed polite golf clap. How many tickles does it take to make an octopus laugh? Ten tickles. <laughs> ah, there you go. All right. Joe, did you know whiteboards are remarkable? <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> I, uh... I woke up this morning and forgot which side the sun rises from. Then it dawned on me. Thank you. Thank you. Don't forget to tip your waitress. Enjoy the VL. We'll be here all weekend. <laughs> Learning how to collect trash really wasn't that hard. I just picked it up as I went along. Yeah, now we're cooking with gas. Thank you very much. Let's throw one more at you. Never marry a tennis player. Love means nothing to them. (laughs) I thought that was pretty good. Oh, now. All right, then we can't end on that. I have to give you a better one. I asked the lion in my wardrobe what he was doing there, and he said it was Narnia business. Yes. Thank you, Joe. I can't tell if you really like that or if you're just being polite. Let's do a short break. We'll, re, we'll re, uh, re bring this bit back later, another time. I kind of liked it, though. There's some good ones in there. And I like your sound. Your choice of sound effects, Joe. That's fine work by you. We'll wrap up our swell show here in a couple of minutes. AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com. It's the Tim DeMoss Show. Thanks for listening in. It's the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Available at WFIL.com. Thanks for listening. 455 AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com. A cheerful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. That's Proverbs 17, 22. That's why we had that last segment, in case you're wondering. A cheerful heart is good medicine. You know, Joe... I wanted to be an astronaut when I was a kid, but my parents told me the sky was the limit. (laughs) Sorry, I I had to squeeze one more in there. 
So on future shows, just to give you a heads up, what's coming up on Tim DeMoss show? We're excited as we're uh, busy planning. A couple of authors are going to be joining us this week. Gentleman named Mike Berry. He wrote a book just recently called Winning the Heart of Your Child. Nine Keys to Building a Positive Lifelong Relationship with Your Kids. We'll have some giveaways to do for that. So that's coming up uh, this Friday afternoon, I think 4 o'clock. He'll be right off the, out of the gate there at the beginning of the show. We also have Kara K. James. She's founder of Thrive Moms. And she wrote a book called Mom Up, Thriving with Grace and the Chaos of Motherhood. And she'll be joining us maybe this Friday as well, if not Monday, but in the next couple of shows. And like the Mike Berry book, Winning the Heart of Your Child, we'll have copies of Mom Up to give away. So as the years uh, you know, start to take shape and we're, we're shaking out of the holiday season, kind of getting back into a rhythm, we love doing giveaways. We have some other contesting plans. So have our numbers ready, 800-560-WFIL. Keep that handy, 800-560-9345. And our text line, 610-500-DOVE, 610-500-D-O-V-E, and be ready to win and uh, and hopefully enter a number of contests as the year unfolds. We are looking to get more and more uh, audience participation in that direction, and it's fun to have different ways people can be a part of these things. We also have an uh, email, of course, Timmy D, T-I-M-M-Y-D, at WFIL.com if you want to enter a contest that way. I do want to tell you that we like to... I don't know about you, but when I hear about entering contests, sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm probably not going to win. Somebody else will win. I can't get through. If you happen to enter a contest through texting or through emailing, we keep those entries uh, on file, if you will. And every now and again, we draw a name out of there to win a prize. So let's say you enter to win one of these couple of books we have coming up in the next couple of days and you don't win. That's okay. We'll keep your entry on file and maybe we'll draw it you know, a week from now or three months from now and make you a winner of something else. So your entry lives on. I like to uh, help people think like, well, if I'm going to take the time to enter, it'd be nice to know that it's not just a one and done thing. I actually might win something later on. So that's what we do with your text and uh, email entries. So uh, enter as uh, often as you like over the course of the year, as the year again unfolds. One other guest uh, we're excited to have is A.R. Bernard. He is going to be on uh, tomorrow afternoon. I believe it's 430 and, uh, of course, his program is on every day on WFIL. Excited to chat with him. Uh, so pray for us, too. As we wrap up the show, I just want to ask you if you'd be willing to pray for our program. We enjoy it a lot. It's a lot of work. God gives um, every day. He provides, you know, a lot of moving parts. Guests who come on, they can't come on. They schedule changes, last-minute things. God weaves it all together. He always has, always been faithful. But we want uh, not only for his provision to continue, but we want to honor him with how this program uh, happens this year. So we do appreciate your prayers. Thank you for that. Turn things over now to Jim Maxim, Acts 413 Ministries. He'll lead in prayer next. And then Truth for Life with Alistair Begg. Have a great night. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 to 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.